don't even know if this is anything. Well, no, we don't. And I haven't had a day off for a while. True. And a cranky slayer is a careless slayer. Buffy, maintaining a normal social life as a slayer is problematic at best. This is the 90s, the 1990s in point of fact, and I can do both. Clark Kent has a job. I just want to go on a date. Well, I suppose it was a fairly slim lead. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And look, I won't go far, okay? If the apocalypse comes, beat me. Welcome to another episode of Boys Watching Buffy. We're two boys watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer and reviewing every episode, going through them. We've never watched this show before, so keep that in mind as we continue. We are your hosts. I'm Joe Welke. I'm Vance. And today we're talking about the fifth episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which is titled Never Kill a Boy on the First Date. It was directed by David Semmel and written by Rob Des Hotel and Dean Batali. <laughs> the original air date was March 31st, 1997 to an audience of 4.09 million people. And this is a this is a fun one. This is what you expect. Yeah, I, I think they hit their stride here and it seems like they doubled their numbers on this episode. Yeah, the last episode was like around three million. Yeah, or this like, one yeah, two, bumped little, it up another million. Yeah. But uh, this, this is all camp. I feel <laughs> it's it's perfectly delightful, and yeah, camp. It's like it's not bad. It's just campy. And yeah, it's fun, campy. They know they're in on the joke a lot of the times. Yeah. There are some lines though that. We'll have to bring up <laughs> some dialogue choices that are just like, <laughs> you, you get the feeling that this was written by adults pretending to be teenagers. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, like not even just adults re- uh, pretending to be teenagers, but like late, like midlife crisis adults <laughs> pretending to be teenagers. Like I heard my, my daughter say this one time. <laughs> or I, I think I would say this if I was 40 and my daughter wasn't, and I was in high school. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's some lines man but uh yeah. well i will say it's a good return to form in terms of we're back to the vampires mm-hmm. <laughs> we're back to the master uh doing his thing in his weird bubble that only he can escape from yeah we got some answers about that i think well, yeah sure there was some explanation because you know i was always like why can't he just leave and now we find out he's trapped in a mystical prison but we knew that in the second episode. See, I didn't know With that. The, when he kept touching the wavy wall thing and he couldn't well, get I, out. I thought that that was him getting hit, uh, like power transferred to him. No, that's the bubble of like he's in his dome and he can't leave. Okay, well, I must have not been paying attention at all. I, I don't know how you can't keep up with Buffy. I know it's, I know it's heavy yeah. lifting. A lot, was... of, a lot of Emily Dickinson references. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. Shall we get into it? Yeah. All right. So this is the first episode where we didn't have that intro where it's like, every once in a generation, yeah, there's was, a Slayer. I was surprised. We just got right into some action. Yeah. Got into Buffy kicking some vampire ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, kills the vampire. Tries to have a quip at the end. And, you know, he just kills him. And then Giles pops out from behind the grave. And he's like, uh, you know, that was a good kill. But uh, you could be doing better. You're... You're wasting a lot of energy and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, can't you just be happy for me? <laughs> I didn't realize that was part of Giles's job description to uh, he's not even training her. He's just critiquing her. Yeah. Just, <laughs> like, just like a nagging. fucking. <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, you just need to kill faster. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Why are you doing this like that? Do it more like this. Like, let you fucking kill him, Giles. Yeah. But uh, while they're doing that, uh, the master is talking about how he needs to find an anointed one. Yeah. He's talking to three vampires. 
yeah about this? we basically get the vampire gospel and the mm. prophecy of the coming of jesus basically yeah <laughs> he's got like his own bible uh and uh yeah i guess uh giles finds like a ring when yeah. after she kills the vampire which mm-hmm. i mean hard to spot at very hard graveyard but at he, night he's in grass it. yeah He's just like, what's this? And what, he picks what is it this? Up. Yeah. Buffy's like, I don't know. You think it's something? And he's like, it has to be something. She's like, ah. <laughs> Everything is something in this universe. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, then the master's talking about the anointed one. And then, uh, yeah, then we get the intro song. And then we cut back to Giles researching the ring. And some random motherfucker named Owen shows up. Who we've never seen before. Wait, but while she, while she's uh, reviewing, while while they're looking at the ring, she looks at it and notices like this symbol mm-hmm. that he hasn't noticed on a ring. Yeah, what has he been doing? Yeah, it's a and ring. Then, it, it is a ring. It is a finite amount of space. Yeah, he <laughs> can't figure she, out. And she notices the symbol, and then. She's like, you think this symbol means that something? And then Giles is like, got a book in his hand. So he hands it to Buffy to look at the ring. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know. I don't think it means anything. And Buffy's like, it does mean something. It's literally on this page right here. Yeah. I was like, what is the, what is this point? Like, yeah. <laughs> that's Giles's role. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. What has he been looking at? <laughs> it's <laughs> a ring with a symbol and he has a book with the symbol in it. It's one of those things where, like, Giles is probably just, like, looking at the book and, like, he's reading the words, but nothing's happening in his head. He's probably fucking wasted. <laughs> I think Giles might have a drinking problem. He looked, he looked hungover in a later scene when she comes into the office. And he's just yeah. like, oh. And she's yeah. like, I don't think you've been up all night reading. I think you've been losing Giles. He's, been, he's, he's an Englishman. You know, he hasn't been having tea. He's been drinking some of that uh whiskey probably but yeah then some rando shows up named owen and and buffy goes owen hi as if we have any idea who this guy is yeah i i legitimately like she started talking to owen and i paused the episode and made sure that we didn't miss an episode because i was (laughs) i was like she's talking to this guy like he's been around for a bit and we have heard of him yeah, but, I mean, she's been in school for two years now, probably, according <laughs> to the timeline. So, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so Owen shows up. Uh, Buffy apparently has some kind of, like, crush on him. And he is talking about how he's like, I lost my Emily Dickinson, of course. I don't feel comfortable leaving home without her. It's like my security blanket. <laughs> it's oh, just, it was just like... Not I, how you would ever say. You would never say, "I lost my Emily." Yeah. Two out, two minute pause. Dickinson. Yeah. Like, oh, it's just the setup of that. I think even Giles looks at him like you're a fucking nerd, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like I read to stop vampires. I don't read like. <laughs> like I'm not reading Emily Dickinson just the because it makes me angsty or brooding. It's. Yeah, and then Buffy's like, oh, I have something like that, too, a blanket, but I don't use it anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, Owen kind of throws some shade at her, like, I'm surprised to see you in here. She's like, why? She's like, you don't seem like the type that likes books I mean, and I reading. Think you can, I think you can read, which is the yeah. weirdest line. <laughs> I don't think you're literate. Just, I don't yeah. think you read books. And then so he gets his Emily and... uh Rupert Giles throws some shade at Emily Dickinson. He's like, she's a pretty good poet for, and then Buffy's like, for a woman, and he's like, no, for an American. It's I like, like oh, I, I kind of like that. So it wasn't, it wasn't like a sexist thing. It was more of a region, a continental thing. Yeah, I liked yeah. it too. A nice little reversal, and mm-hmm. then so Owen leaves. Buffy's staring longingly at him, and she's like, Giles. You got to get me all the Emily Dickinson books I can find. And he's like, oh, you're interested in reading now? Uh, This is a cold day in hell or some shit. (laughs) (laughs) And then she's like, does my dress make me look fat? 
And I was like, why? <laughs> why right? did they do that? That was awful. Yeah. That was yeah. the worst. They could have just cut the scene without that line. It would have been fine. Yeah. And she's like looking up at him. And it's just yeah. like, ugh. Yeah. So nasty. What? You know, she doesn't have a father in her life. You know, maybe Giles is a father figure. It's very 90s. Does this this blank make me look fat? Like, you can insert that into any sitcom or any bad stand-up routine. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then Buffy's talking to Willow about Owen. She's like, I talked to Owen. And Willow's like, oh, my God, you talked to Owen? He's like the coolest guy and and he doesn't talk to anybody. He must like you. And then they go sit down with Xander and Xander's like, who the fuck is this Owen guy? (laughs) (laughs) I haven't noticed like the other handsome, tall guy in school. Right. (laughs) Like the the guy. The other other guy that looks 35 years old in the school. (laughs) Like, you know, Xander's so emasculated that I feel like he would have pinpointed every single uh, potential. Yeah. Potential rival. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah. But Owen is sitting alone. This handsome, apparently super handsome, brooding, mysterious guy that's he's sitting alone at a lunch table. And then Buffy's like, oh, he's sitting alone. Maybe somebody should go sit with him. And then Willow's like, maybe somebody should. And I was like, is Willow going? <laughs> I was really hoping Xander got up and went over there. Oh. I really thought that was going to be the move. <laughs> that would have been the move. That would have been the move. That's but the it, ultimate cock block. It <laughs> you totally throw your cock is. in the way. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> I really thought he was going to get up because it was it was leading to that. They kept asking, someone should go. Someone yeah. should go. Well, like, well. Are we going to have a joke here? Or is she actually just yeah. going to get up and go? <laughs> Xander's like, fine, I'll do, do it. it. Yeah. <laughs> I would have loved that, actually. That would have been so much funnier than what actually happens, which is Buffy gets up and she's like, I'm going to go sit with him then. She starts walking over to him. And then out of nowhere, Cordelia bumps into Buffy and spills her tray of stuff. And she's like, oops, didn't see you there. And then she sits down and she's like, Owen, oh, is anybody sitting here? And... All of a sudden, Cordelia is interested in Owen, and Buffy throws some shade at how uh, fat Cordelia must be because her big. I didn't realize her hips were so wide. Yeah, and then Cordelia's flirting with Owen. She's like, "You want to go to the Bronze tonight?" And he's like, "I don't know, Buffy. Are you going?" And Buffy's like, "Yeah, I'll be there." And Cordelia's like, "Why do you give a fuck about it? Buffy's going? I'm going to be there." <laughs> Yeah, Cordelia's like, uh, he like, do you want to go to the bronze? She's like, who's going to be there? She's like, I'll be there. Who else? And yeah. she's like, she is so hurt by that that right? line, and I loved it because he delivered it with no, no malice, no spite. It was just like a generic, a general question, like who yeah. else is going to be there? Yeah. Um, and my God, the bronze is just making bank off Absolutely. these kids. It is they- open <laughs> every night of the week. And packed. Like, yeah. it is packed. I mean, it's a one Starbucks town, Vance. There's not a lot else to do. Like, I went out in high school, but it was always weekends. Yeah. It no, was... because you had shit to do. Yeah. and You weren't slaying vampires. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going on date slash vampire slaying. Yeah. Uh, so... Buffy's kind of like, ooh, isn't this nice? He wants to come hang out with me. So then Giles warns Buffy after reading a little bit more up on this ring. And he's like, hey, this shit's about some kind of anointed one guy. And uh, if my calculations are correct, the anointed one is supposed to show up tonight. And she's like, you can't be tonight. I have a date. (laughs) And he's like, are you fucking serious? (laughs) She's like, boys, prepubescent fantasies. Like, yeah. <laughs> those lines were just like, what? What teenagers yeah. talking? Like, when teenagers, like, reference themselves as being teenagers. Right. Like, <laughs> I'm five I'm five years old. I'm supposed to have fun. Like, that's such weird dialogue Giles, for stuff. I'm still a teenager. Yeah. I need to have a social life. He's like, yeah. there are literal vampires underneath the school there's been multiple dead bodies in the school and you're like yeah. when i want to go 
going to date. We, you just killed one last night. Yeah. <laughs> what if Charles just like slapped her once? He's just like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's not a style. He's, yeah. He gives a long lecture and speech while she's like mopey. That's Some sarcastic, does. sardonic, uh, <laughs> just condescending lecture. Yeah. <laughs> if he takes his glasses off, you know, it means business. Yeah. Uh, so he's like, I forbid you to go on this date. We need this stake out at the graveyard. And uh, then we cut to them chilling at the graveyard and nothing's happening. I didn't understand why they went straight to the graveyard. Like, yeah. Uh, did he just think it, someone was going to rise from the dead? Yeah, I mean, vampires are showing up all over this town. They showed up to the bronze even, which is where Buffy was supposed to be going. Just go to the bronze. She needs to be at the bronze every night. Yeah. That is that is ground zero for vampire she should, attacks. She should just be the bouncer at the bronze. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You remember in the first episode, he was like, hey, you should be able to spot vampires. Yeah. And she wasn't able to spot them. She just judged someone because of their clothes. Yeah. Like, is that ever going to come back? Is she ever going to have, like, vampire vision? Well, I feel like uh, every time since we've seen vampires, they're not shapeshifters. They just have the gigantic ugly faces with the fangs out. Uh, the one at the end of this episode seems like a shapeshifter. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That is true. Uh, so, yeah, they're, they're camping out at the graveyard, and then nothing's happening. And Buffy is like... Are we done? Can I go to the bronze now? And Giles is just like, yeah, I guess nothing's happening. Go on. I'll see you later. So then she goes to the bronze. It's so funny that she's sitting there with that like soda. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, just yeah. Trust her. and they're just waiting like with no weapons and no plan. Like, <laughs> it's just like, hey, something's going to come and we need you to punch it to death. <laughs> and she just... And I'm, I don't know if you're, you're thinking like I'm thinking, but if I'm Giles, I'm walking with her out of the cemetery. Yeah, like, dude. Me like, too. Buffy, you're walking me home. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I, I'm not a slayer and I don't want to get killed on my walk home from the cemetery. Yeah. I mean, especially if you've been doing all this research and stuff about like, oh, this, this anointed one guy, he means serious business. And then he's like, all right, go to the bronze. I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. Just go their separate ways. Yeah, at least walk me to my car. Like, what? At what time do you think night is over? <laughs> like, like oh, they said it would come by eight o'clock. So the anointed yeah. one isn't here. Prophecy's wrong. Go have fun. Like, yeah, what? So so yeah. silly. Um. So then Buffy goes to the bronze and she's looking around, looking for Owen. And this is like a very intensely long search, I felt like, like way longer than necessary. <laughs> uh, so she's looking for Owen and then wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Owen is dancing with Cordelia. Buffy was too late to her date, her plans with Owen and Cordelia swooped in and fucking stole the hottie from buffy yeah i mean cordelia just discovered this guy this uh this week in school yep and uh she's going after him yeah and this guy's not that hot you know if i'm you know if i'm gonna be vain for a second that guy is not good looking he's fine i, I think he's very average yeah he's like fine. Buffy, I, yeah high school's different it's like he's got the brooding mysterious factor going to him going far i know I feel like Buffy and Cordelia can do better. Vance, on a on a hot hotness scale, you're just looking at these two people. Do you think Xander's hotter than Owen? Do I think Xander's hotter than Owen? Uh no, I'll give it to Owen. I'll give you're Owen the edge. Owen. I'll give Owen the edge. Yeah, I give it to, I give the edge to Xander because Xander has a little more of a cartoony look. He has a little more comedic look than uh, because later in this episode, Angel and Owen are like clones. Honestly, <laughs> when they're next to each other, it's like they don't look exactly alike, but they're like the same height and build. Like, I don't think they look anything alike. They, I was like, these are like, it's like they are that type of character like that you would cast as like, no, they don't no. have the same facial structure, but they're the same 
type of like they just stand and brood. This is brooding. It's brooding. That's all they See, do. I didn't take Owen as brooding. I took him as like antisocial, awkward. Like I took him as like not knowing like how to talk to women, so he doesn't talk. Whereas Xander is not knowing how to talk to women, but he talks too much. Well, when we get to the scene with Angel, Angel also has a little jealousy, and he has the exact same like face, and he yeah. starts to he he drops his like mysterious facade to like yeah oh. he, sh- he shows up to, he shows up to deliver some cryptic stuff and yeah. then he's like wait who, who's that guy you're on a you're on a date mopey face like, <laughs> yeah so i don't know uh man we're getting way ahead uh but anyway uh so we cut to like a, a bus that's driving through town and there's some kind of like crazy guy on it yeah and it's like uh you know talking about the Bible, it seems like, and everybody's looking at him like, dude, who, what are you talking about? And then a vampire jumps in front of the bus, and then the bus crashes, and then the bus driver's like, is everybody okay? Goes to check on the vampire. Vampire eats him. Uh, and that's pretty much, that's, yeah. Dude, these vampires have, like, some really interesting powers where these two random vampires we just met, if they kill five people, they bring forth the anointed one. Yeah. And like the the pilot was, or the first two episodes were basically, hey, if you start drinking, I put this mark on your forehead. So when you drink people, it's like I'm drinking them and I can get power and get out of here. It's like, yeah, really? <laughs> yeah. That, that That's how it works. There's a lot of vampire loopholes here, Vance. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll say this. If I was one of those vampires, I would never go back to the master's little dungeon. Right? All he does is threaten to kill you, says, if I don't kill you, let yourself get killed. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, no, you can't get out of this thing. Is that what yeah. you just said? You can't, you can't get out. You can't leave. Cool. All You're, right. You, you need my help. Yeah. Motherfucker. Yeah. So I'm going to leave. be nice to me. So I'm going to leave because <laughs> I can and I'm never coming back. <laughs> Maybe I'll actually leave this town too because I'm a vampire yeah. and it's the one place there's a slayer. I mean, I feel like the claw guy had it right. Like, he didn't seem like he was serving the master. He was just doing his own thing. Yeah. I forget his backstory of how his hand got cut off, but yeah. Yeah. So, the next day, Buffy is at school and she's freaking out about Owen. She's like, oh, I blew it with him last night. I, it was too late. I was out scouting for vampires and then he was dancing with Cordelia. This is the worst. And she's saying all of this to Xander, who is helplessly in love with her. And he's like, oh, you know what? You might be better off going out with a guy that, uh, you know, is like me, basically. <laughs> that knows your nightly activities. Yeah, and, and is cool with it and still thinks you're hot. And she's like, mm, yeah, I don't know. I don't know anybody like that. <laughs> <laughs> so as she's complaining about blowing it with Owen, Owen shows up and uh, he's like, hey, what happened? Where were you last night? I was waiting for you. And she was like, oh, were you? Because I heard through the grapevine that you were dancing with Cordelia. And he was like, oh, yeah, I don't like her. She's too handsy for me. But like, where were you? And she was she made up some lie about like her watch broke and she doesn't have any watches, any clocks in her house. So she didn't know what time it was. So she just stayed home. Yeah. She's like, oh, I didn't even know what day it was. She has the worst excuses for someone who lives a secretive life. Especially, Xander gave her a great excuse. Yeah, like two seconds earlier, <laughs> car broke down or something. Yeah, he was like, "Just say you got a flat tire." Yeah, and then like, why? I thought that she was going to use that, and then Xander was going to be like, "Oh, you use my excuse for this bullshit." <laughs> but no, she makes up a lie about not knowing what time it was or day, which leads to this great exchange where oh. he's like. Oh, how about we go out tonight and um, I'll pick you up and he ha- and you can even use my watch. And he hands her a gold pocket watch yeah. that no teenager has ever carried in no. their life. Unless it's like their dead grandfather's pocket watch that they left him and they yeah. wouldn't give it to some lady. Yeah. And then they cut to Xander's watch, and it's a Tweety Bird watch. Yeah, which is another watch that no teenager would have. I don't know. Teenagers would probably have that. <laughs> I could see a teenager having that. 
having that Looney Tunes maybe middle school tweener? maybe middle school but for the comedic effect it was really funny it was a good yeah juxtaposition scene yeah but <laughs> I mean they're supposed to be 16 the pocket watch and the Tweety Bird it's like old man young kid <laughs> like, yeah it's perfect unbelievable uh, and then so they plan a date in front of Xander and then Xander you know they walk off and Xander has his own little Great, it's like I'm not even here kind of moment. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that is what's happening. Then we see the master in the mystical prison just blabbing on about, hey, find me the anointed one. Yeah. Uh so then <laughs> and this is when Giles looks hungover because yeah. Buffy comes in and she's like, Hey, nothing, nothing nothing uh, to report, no problems. Okay, uh, I gotta go. And she's wearing like this half crop top thing. Like, yeah. it's just barely, you just barely see belly, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's just at the doorway, and he looks hung over. He looks like he's, <laughs> he tied one on last night. He's like, oh, boy. And I'm just, yeah. Like, and then she's like, all right, there's nothing going on. Okay, bye. See you. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Yeah, bye. Because we know he's not reading if he couldn't see two things from a ring. No <laughs> <laughs> uh so, yeah, then uh, he just kind of looks like, oh, what am I going to do with this girl? Mm-hmm. Uh, then uh, Xander and Willow are helping Buffy get dressed for her date. Uh, Willow's like, hey, should you wear this or that? And then Xander's like, you know, I don't think either of those are good for you. You should wear this. And he gets a long ass parka and a ski mask. <laughs> and he's like, that's what he would like. <laughs> this scene has another one of those lines where Buffy goes... Where do young kids go on dates these days? Right. And I was like, what? Yeah, you are a young kid. And then uh, Willow's like, well, I've heard teens are going to movies. And and I was just like, are they in on it? Like, is that just how they're, are they joking? Yeah, Willow, Willow has been to the bronze. Willow was about to go on a date with a vampire to an ice cream place. Yeah. And she's like, I read, I saw a story on the news that kids go to parties. It's like, what is wrong with this? <laughs> like, I'm like, is the, are they joking and making fun of adults, making fun of teens, or are they literally asking these questions? I have no idea. And what I and of course we know where the date's going to be. It's the bronze. They go it to the bronze. <laughs> <laughs> Two nights in a row. The place is packed. Yeah. Everyone's going to think that Owen is like a lady killer because he was dancing with Cordelia. Now he's dancing with Buffy. For for God, it doesn't go out much. He's. I have to say. Between all the outfits Buffy had to choose from, she picked the worst one. I can't even remember what she picked. There was one where it was like flowery and pink and she was like, this is my soft and coy side. Then there was one that was like lime green and neon blue with flowers on it. And she was like, this is my like loud and audacious side. And then there's the parka with the ski mask. And what she chose is like this puke booger green glittery dress with a pink like overcoat. Oh, yeah. It was so it, nasty. It was one. of the, I remember because there's a wide shot in uh, in the place when she's on the date. And it's just mm. like it, it doesn't have any shape to it. Yeah, it's so bad. It, it uh, was she wearing like boots too? Yeah, she was think, wearing like I think when she has the jacket, boots. when she has the jacket over it, it, it kind of works. But without the jacket, it seemed yeah. like it didn't. She looked like a character from Austin Powers without the jacket. Like it was, yeah, just no, bad. it was very like it was very seventies ish. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, you know. yeah, man. So then uh, she's like, "All right, I'm gonna choose this." And then Xander's like, "Don't worry, I won't watch you." And then he's like looking at her through the mirror changing and what a creep uh <laughs> yeah. uh and then so she's about to go out on the date giles shows up and he's like buffy my calculations weren't wrong look at the newspaper five <laughs> people died this is the anointed one thing and then owen shows up immediately after and he's like What's the librarian doing here? What are Xander and Willow doing here? And they're like, oh, you're really 
overdue with your your late fees and your books. And then Owen's like, Wan, you really take your job seriously. <laughs> Which, Which I thought was great. Yeah, that was my yeah. favorite line in the episode, I think. It's like, man, you take your job seriously. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so then Buffy's kind of like, you know, this isn't really like, doesn't mean that you're right. Just because five people died. <laughs> in the small town. In this small town. And you predicted five deaths. <laughs> doesn't mean that this is the anointed one thing that you were talking about. I got a date to go on. And meanwhile, they uh, uh, Willow and Xander usher Owen into the other room to like, give him like a talking to before the date and <laughs> xander's just like the most insecure person ever he's like buffy hates being touched she doesn't like being kissed you know what don't even look at her the yeah. whole time you're on the date and uh yeah so then buffy somehow convinces giles that his prediction was wrong and he's full of shit <laughs> yeah, he's like oh well i guess i guess you can go on your date i'll just look into it myself with my non-super powers yeah with my only cross yeah like that I you bring don't to have defend a, myself i guess he has a stake too but i guess he's afraid to use it yeah uh anybody can kill vampires yeah right <laughs> it's like like she doesn't she's strong and can punch i guess i mean unless there's more than one of them like if there's just one of them mm -hmm. all you need is a cross and a stake yeah. You fucking show the cross, stab yeah. with the stake. Yep. That's it. Yeah. But if, I mean, I guess if there's more than one, then you're kind oh, of fucked, you maybe. Swarm. Yeah. Yeah, they can gang up on you. But it's that's just like a regular fight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know? You don't need to be a vampire to gang up on people. Yeah. yeah. So Xander and, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Buffy and Owen go to the bronze and uh, they're bonding over how much Owen hates women. <laughs> yeah. His he's starting he's still talking about Emily Dickinson. Yeah. And just he goes on to say something about like there's more important things in dating. Like I don't go out much with a lot of girls because I find them it's a lot of frivolousness. Yeah. And they don't and they just want to they only care about dating. And I'm like, you just asked this girl a lot on two dates. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like what yeah. do you know about Buffy that we don't know? That makes you think that she's different. I mean, she said that she's into Emily Dickinson and she's shown little to no knowledge about her. <laughs> yeah. So he knows that she's she, a super fan. She absolutely didn't go back home that night and read that book. Absolutely not. Uh, so then Buffy is like, you know what? Just fuck all this uh, Emily Dickinson talk and how much you think women are frivolous and dating is awful. Let's dance. Yeah. And he's like, okay. And so they start dancing and then Cordelia busts in to the bronze with just the most awful hair. Just <laughs> You are such a catty little girl. <laughs> Dude. She's got like not even nineties, like nineteen eighties, like crimped hair. Like she looks like she's in a, a hair metal band. And she's like, oh, what the fuck is this about? Owen and Buffy are here? He was just dancing with me last night. There should be laws against this. Yeah. See, you were focused on her hair. I was focused on her friends that don't get one single line. <laughs> yeah, her cronies. <laughs> her cronies that just stand there and go, hmm. hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the most thing they get to do. Like, can I uh, respond to her? She's She's been talking for like five minutes. Nope. <laughs> No, and if they do get half a line, Cordelia just immediately shuts, shuts them down. Them like, off. I was fucking talking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. what You talk about thankless jobs. Yeah, that's, that, the <laughs> that's the thankless role. <laughs> the, the, the girl standing behind the, the bitchy girl from high school. Yeah. So Cordelia goes to break up uh, Buffy and Owen's date. And she's like, huh, Owen, uh, I'm here. You want to dance with me? And he's like, no, I'm here with Buffy. And she's like, yeah, but you could be here with me. And he's like, yeah, but I'm here with Buffy. And then she's like, this is unfucking believable And then Buffy's like, skedaddle. Yeah. And then so she skedaddles. And she's like, standing near the entrance. Oh, wait, no, no. Wait, no, no, no. I want to say, like, when Owen first starts to dance, 
it is clear he's a terrible dancer. Oh, absolutely. I There's mean, nothing about this guy that's suave. I don't know no, how no, he he's, he's not hotter suave. than Xander. He's not suave. He's not suave. I think, like, I honestly was not watching this thinking about his attractiveness level or anything. I just, like, put it behind me. So I wasn't like, oh, yeah, Buffy. I'm like, ah, Buffy's falling for a random new character for this episode. Yeah. Um, and he's just not Xander. He has no charisma. No that is the thing that he's really, really lacking. He has no personality. No, yeah. There's, there's no reason for her to like him after what we've seen. You know? Yeah. Before, it's like, oh, he's mysterious. I want to get to know him, go on a date. Once he starts talking, you're like, this guy. Yeah. He sucks. <laughs> he's got nothing. He's not fun. He's not funny. Like, he's just like a dolt. You know what I would have liked? I would have liked Cordelia to go after him after he was with Buffy, not before, not oh, when okay, they meet okay. at the table. You know, I want Cordelia to be like, why is he going after Buffy? And her being like, well, you know what? I'm going to just take him from him. Just like as a challenge kind of thing. Yeah. Not like, oh, she actually did like this person. Yeah. Or she like goes after him. And then once he's like, okay, I'm into you. She's like, you know what? Now I'm bored. Yeah, exactly. Like she, she's doing it in spite of Buffy, not just because he's the hot guy in school. But I just think that he's like a blank. He is a blank. Milk, milk, toast, nothing. He's, you know, they did. It's interesting. He's the like reverse version of like a Willow type character where it's Mm -hmm. like, oh, I read Emily Dickinson and I do this to make myself seem important Mm -hmm. because I have no personality of my own. (laughs) Yeah. Like that is that is it. His personality is I read these Emily Dickinson books and like hate high school normalness yeah i'm too fucking deep for this so you want to go to the bronze yeah right the <laughs> fucking haven for all the worst people hey we can go anywhere tonight where do you want to go oh where all about high schoolers go to yeah hey you want to go you know that place where there were on stage murders happening <laughs> that seems like a romantic date spot yeah <laughs> whatever happened to that bouncer we liked yeah, remember last week how there were on-stage murders at this place? Let's go there. <laughs> they keep booking bands, man. They keep booking bands. I know, yeah, that's true. The show must go on. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so then they're dancing and blah, blah, blah. But then we cut to Giles doing some investigating himself at the graveyard. And he runs into vampires and uh, locks himself in a room. And he's like in peril. Then we cut back to Cordelia, who's standing by the entrance now. And she's like, mean mugging Buffy and Owen. She's like, what the fuck is happening? Why would anyone go for her? She's a skank. She's the worst. How can she just throw herself at some guy that she doesn't even know? Then Angel walks in and she's like, oh, my God, I'm going to throw myself at this fucking guy. This guy is the hottest guy I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Call 911 because I'm going to take his breath away. <laughs> it's, just, it's just so much. Yeah. It's just so much. And you're like, her friends, what are you doing? Right. Her <laughs> friends should just be like, what are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> and she didn't even get a good look at Angel. She just saw the back of him. Exactly. She didn't see his face at all. It's so funny. Uh, and I love that Angel knows how to find them. But there's oh, yeah. a line. There's a line that Buffy says while she's dancing with Owen that I forget if it's here or it might be like right before this. She's He's been talking about how like, hey, you're like two different people, you know, and like I don't understand. And then later she says while they're dancing, I feel like a girl right now. Yeah. And I was just like. That, I get it because I've been watching the episode. What does he <laughs> think that means? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, yeah. You're dancing with someone and you just say, I feel like a girl right now. And you're like, hmm. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess I won't think more about that. That's a weird, yeah. that's just a weird line to say to someone. Yeah. Owen's just thinking with his dick right now, Vance. He doesn't give a shit. He like, okay. said anything. I don't think he is. Well, I just know that he was like, you having fun? And that's when she's like, I, yeah, I am. I feel like a girl. <laughs> just, which is so weird. Yeah. I, yeah. I just don't know. So, yeah. And then Angel shows up and he, he sees Buffy and Buffy's like, 
Oh, Angel. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, Buffy Ain't... went straight into infatuation mode when she saw um, Angel. Ain't... Yeah, Which right? I was like, wait, you just did that with Owen. It's like she like, completely forgot about Owen for like two seconds. Yeah. Did she forget uh, that Angel exists? I thought she would have been pining over him. Right? Apparently, she's been pining over Owen for weeks now. Yeah. Yeah. So, Angel shows up to tell her like, hey, did you see five people died? And uh, you should be out doing something because, you know, tonight's the night. And she's like, um, Angel, I can't because I'm on a date. And Angel's like, you're what? <laughs> on a date? And then Owen walks over and he's like, hey, who's this fucking guy? And and she's like, this is Angel. And he's like, how do you guys know each other? Angel just mopily goes from work <laughs> which is a real overstatement for they've never actually worked together yeah you, no. you literally show up say hey you know there's stuff going down i don't know where <laughs> i don't know when i don't know how to stop it but i'm here and, to I, t- and I won't tell you and i won't anything t- aside from stuff's happening and i won't go with you to help you like i won't do yeah. anything he doesn't even say he's like stuff is gonna happen yeah. Like, where are you getting your info from, buddy? Right, dude? So, as uh, Angel's looking at her, like, oh, man, this stinks. She's here with another guy. Uh, fucking Xander and Willow show up, and they're like, hey, you should be doing something else right now. And Angel's like, these guys get it. And then Owen's like, what is? what are all of you guys doing here? <laughs> and it's... Basically, like Xander and Willow are like, we're here on a double date, and and here's some more seeds, Vance planted. Well, Xander I mean, and Willow. they really could have played with this a lot yeah. in the episode because my prediction for this episode almost kind of came true. I was like, it's gonna be her having, to, yeah, her having to like kill vampires while being on a date and yeah. like hiding it, and they kind of get there, but they don't really do any of the like fun stuff with it. Yeah, I mean, you're you're pretty on the mark with that prediction. Yeah, I just wish, like, oh, they were on a double date, and, like, they had to, like, if Willow and Xander pretended, like, they had to do something, or, hey, Willow and Buffy are going to go to the bathroom, and then she has to, like, <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. too sitcom but, like, something where they're trying to keep it a secret from him. Like, mm-hmm. he sees vampires and still doesn't get it either, because no. everyone's yeah. so dumb in this town. Owen um, is a dope dude. He is. No, I'm not saying he's a winner. Uh, so so they're like, oh, Xander and Willow show up and they're like, hey, you got to go to the graveyard funeral home like now. That'd be a good place to take a date, right? And uh, one that's Buffy's, in dark, bleak yeah. stuff. Yeah. And Buffy's like, uh, I don't know about that. And Owen's like, fuck yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, man, this guy. Buffy, yeah. you don't want to be with this guy. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Especially after like what happens later and what he's saying later. Uh, but he fucking... <laughs> Buffy eventually is like, hey, man, I got to go. You remember what you were saying about how I'm two different people? It's like, you're right. But the one that's here right now with you, she's having a great time and she will come back. I promise you. And he's like, okay. And then she walks out of frame, then runs back into frame and kisses him right in front of Angel. Yeah, Angel's How standing did, back, yeah. He's standing back there, and he's like, this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, Angel is like, what did you expect? You show up for two, one minute every every three weeks. Right? <laughs> like, <laughs> so and then, I, I really wish Angel didn't have, and I know it's like a teen drama, so they have to do that, like, jealousy angle but i wish he was more on the giles's side of things where giles, like it's more like hey we need you to do this response like you shouldn't be on a date right now because something's going down not like you shouldn't be on a date and i'm jealous of it yeah that's what i thought angel's and role in the show was and they like, don't play it up too much they don't go too hard with the jealousy but there's that look yeah um, and uh so yeah then buffy leaves and owen is standing there with Angel, and he's like, you know, I just don't get that girl. And then Angel says, I'm like, yeah, she is pretty complicated. 
I don't think Angel says anything. He doesn't? No. I could have swore he said something. I don't think he says a line. <laughs> I think he said, look at the dumper on that one. <laughs> I think you started. I don't think he said anything. <laughs> yeah, okay. You might be right. Um, but, but it is interesting that they're just standing together. These like two like similar type like they're not fully similar, but they're like the same height build and Buffy's still attracted to both of them. And they're you know just standing funny? there. I feel like Owen is actually tall and I feel like Angel's standing on a box. Mm, I don't know. You know what? I'm going to look up David Boreanaz's height. You're, you're getting into your Xander uh, insecurities <laughs> right now. Yeah. Like, David, I don't care. David Boreanaz. Oh, he's 6'1". Okay. He's yeah. pretty tall. Yeah. But Owen looks like he's like fucking, you know, dude, he's 52 now. Wow. Uh, Owen looks like he's like 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. He's not 6'6". Six, six. You're crazy. He looks super <laughs> fucking tall, dude. That's because Buffy's like five feet Two. Are you serious? You think that that's how tall Buffy is? She's 5'4 max. Unbelievable. All right. I don't believe it. We just, we just, you just hijack the podcast to do height measurements. I did hijack the uh, podcast to do height measurements, and now I need to see how tall this guy is. And how tall is Buffy? Christopher Whale. Is six two okay? So they are about the same height. Yeah, that's what I said. They're like they got cl- clones. Sarah Michelle Geller height. This is great podcasting. She's five four. Nailed it. Nailed All right. it. Okay, Vance. Okay. I thought you said she was five two. Get the then fuck I said out of she's here. Five, you five four max. Anything. I said she's five four max. Okay. Well, so yeah, Vance yeah, is she's right. Su- she's super short. So, anyway, back to the pod. (laughs) So, Buffy and uh, crew go to the graveyard uh, funeral home. You know what? They don't have, like, they're in a graveyard. Funeral homes aren't in graveyards. They aren't in graveyards. Not usually. Yeah, they also have, like, a mausoleum and shit. And it's like a morgue as well and... Crematorium seems like it, it was a lot of hallways in that place. Yeah. So they go there and Owen actually sneaks and uh, followed Buffy and crew. And she's like, what are you doing here? He's like, I want to come. What are we going to do here? We going to see a dead body. Let's see a dead body. I was like, holy shit, dude. No, I was like, this guy's like when he's first when he was like funeral home. That's cool. Not like that's creepy. And I was like, yeah. oh, that's why they did the Emily Dickinson stuff to show yeah. that he's like bleak. And I was he's like, dark. okay, yeah. I was like, fine, yeah. fine, fine. Yeah, but then when he's like, I just hope we see a dead body, I'm like, red flag, Buffy. <laughs> flag on the play. Doesn't someone say that in this episode? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I wouldn't put it past <laughs> yeah. him. But that is red flag indeed. Yeah. Uh, so Giles is hiding. From the vampires in one of those uh, morgue refrigerator things with the dead body. Where, where he doesn't take the cross with him. Right. <laughs> so, like, they broke through. Those vampires are strong. They broke that metal bar yeah. outside the window to get in. And yeah. I guess they saw him there and didn't see him hop into the the slide. Whatever. Who cares? Giles is I mean, that survivor. would be like... A very safe hiding place because he could just be there if he had the cross just stick the cross at the front of it yeah and they can't get in no like he's cornered himself so he can't escape but they can't get in yeah so oh we forgot to mention that uh buffy has a pager that oh they yeah. never that they never use they introduce yeah. it and reference it but they never pager they broke the laws of Chekhov's pager Chekhov's pager yeah <laughs> so yeah they in my note i have owen is weird i i literally have that same note dude i literally have that same note I, when giles shows up at buffy's house i wrote owen shows up and it's weird <laughs> it's the weirdest dude <laughs> so uh yeah then then buffy locks uh owen and xander and willow in an office 
And they're like, and she's like, barricade the door if you hear anything, because Owen still is in the dark about the vampires. And she's like, if you hear a security guard, just barricade the door. So when Buffy leaves, they immediately start barricading the doors. They barricade it with two chairs and they start to put pillows on top of the chairs. And then Xander grabs a lampshade and <laughs> uses that. to. Like, this is so ridiculous. We just saw these vampires can bend metal. <laughs> yeah. So then while they're, Xander and Willow are doing that, uh, Owen walks over to a window and he unfurls the curtain and he goes, oh, my and you're like, oh, my God, what's he looking at? Yeah. Uh, Buffy and Giles are still looking for the vampires. They can't find them. It's, uh, it is ridiculous what they're doing. They're yeah. literally, I think they they decided that one of the guys who died is probably the anointed one. Because yeah. Giles is making lots of predictions. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they're just like this. They're opening up all those like uh, dead body drawers. Dead body drawers. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What the, I don't even know what you call those things. What What do you call them? I don't know. I don't know. I've only seen them in morgue, so I just say like morgue stuff. But dead body drawers is hilarious. Yeah, and they're opening those up, and they're like, oh, oh, oh. and yeah. it's like nothing in any of them. Yeah, and, and they're like, cut- they're just like, huh? Where could it be? They don't look yeah. anywhere else. They're just nope. Done. They cut back to Owen, who has opened the curtain, and the dead body is in the room with Willow and Xander and Owen. And he's like, oh, my God, this is crazy. I've never seen a dead body this close before. I've never seen a dead body. Is it supposed to move? (laughs) And then so the body starts moving and it is the crazy guy from the bus Mm -hmm. who has been turned into a vampire and you're led to believe that this guy is the anointed one because he's talking all these prophecies and all this bullshit yes my uh, favorite line in this is when he breaks the glass and he starts chasing after him he starts mm -hmm. saying pork and beans yeah pork and beans (laughs) i was just like yeah sure why not what the fuck is that supposed (laughs) to mean why not I don't know. <laughs> I really don't. It was just so random. So this guy's also shirtless and he's he's pretty buff. He's chasing people around. Everybody's Scooby doing. I he's, don't understand. He's not, uh, he's not doing uh, fast running. He really thinks he can just walk the walk him down. Yeah. And uh, then there's Scooby doing. Like, I don't understand the concept of this, like the layout of this funeral home. But it seems like there's all kinds of hallways and nobody... Is ever in the same place or I don't know. I'm telling you, this was a long audition for Scooby-Doo for Sarah Michelle Gellar. <laughs> we just like every episode has some, some yeah. tie-in. So Owen and Willow and Xander try to escape, but vampires are blocking the exit. Buffy goes to kill the fucking guy, that the crazy guy from the bus, but he just fucking attacks the shit out of her, throws her into a one of the dead body drawers throws giles around and then owen shows up he's like no somebody's gotta help buffy yeah at one point they run the opposite way and they're like oh buffy she'll be fine and they run away from her and i'm like yeah owen what are you doing at that point yeah. like you you don't know that she's a slayer you just think you just left this girl alone yeah. with and they don't even know he doesn't even know that giles was there because they don't yeah. want him to see giles because it's more confusing to be like, why is this librarian still here? Yeah. And and I was just like, dude, turn back around. Like dude, Owen must deep. think that Xander and Willow are like the coldest friends yeah. anyone could ever. Yeah. Like, she'll, like, yes, Buffy, she'll be fine. She'll Let's be go. Fine. Keep running. <laughs> and then eventually he does go back, which I I he earned a little bit of respect for me on that point for going yeah. back. Uh he did. he did. Yeah. And Buffy's really every fight scene. I've noticed is Buffy getting thrown across the room. Yep. Like, and and it's hilarious every time. Like she gets picked up, thrown, hit her head, falls over a table. It's it's wonderful stunt work. <laughs> yeah, this show, this episode also includes some of Buffy's famous gymnastics for no reason. <laughs> yeah. She's yep. on a table and does like a cartwheel off of the table mm-hmm. and like doesn't kick him. 
with the cartwheel. There's yeah. no purpose. It's just for transportation only. Yeah. And then uh, she lands on her feet and starts punching him. And then, yeah, then she gets thrown. Then Owen shows up and he's like, get off her. Yeah. Punches the vampire. Vampire picks him up, chucks him. Uh, he gets up and then the vampire like knocks him out, gives him a concussion, it seems like. Yeah, it like picked him up and hit him with the door. Yeah. To the dead body drawer. Yeah, to the dead body drawer. And then I was just like, okay, so he's been knocked out. Buffy yeah. gets up and she is losing her mind thinking yeah. that this guy killed her date. Yeah. Did she say boyfriend or did she say date? She said date, but okay. what happened was when the guy hits Owen with the door, he says, dead. <laughs> is that what he says? Yeah. He hits him with the door and goes, dead. <laughs> so that vampire has no concept of how killing people works. Because yeah, I, I, I had no worries that he was dead when he hit him with the door. I didn't either. I don't know if he was like finishing a, a quote or something. But he, he literally hits him with the door and says, dead. And then Buffy's like, you killed my dad! And starts whooping his ass, dude. Yeah. Punch, punch, kick, kick, punch, punch. And then there's like off screen and they see him getting up like the date's not dead. And Xander is about to say something. Yeah. And then Willow's, no, no, no. Oh, Willow. Willow's about to say oh. something. And then, and then Xander's like, she's a little busy right now. Yeah, he's like, no, no, no. Let her use this anger. Because yeah. otherwise she can't kill a vampire. Unless, yeah. unless she's defending her, her date. And, so, uh, yeah. Oh, who gets thrown? Does she get thrown and she hits the thing that turns on the crematorium fire? No, that was Giles. No, Giles. Okay. Giles got thrown into the button he that lights the fire. He gets thrown a lot, too. Yeah, he does. And he doesn't even have, like, superhuman strength or anything. He's just, like, an old older guy. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, these vampires could just bite you. Nope, they're going to throw you around because you're the yeah. character. Yeah. So then throughout this fight, somehow the crazy guy from the bus, he jumps or Buffy kicks him into the, is it called a crematorium? Uh, I don't know exactly what that the is. Place I'm calling it cremated. body drawers. I don't know. <laughs> she gets kicked into the place where you get cremated. And, and I don't think it looks like, I think it looks more like it. I don't know. I don't know exactly what it looks like. I mean, but that yeah. one looked like a pizza oven. <laughs> with the, with the rampant. When she yeah. throws him into that, it's the funniest staging of that shot. Because he kind of like jumps and she's behind them doing like the arm movement, but they mm -hmm. never touch. Yeah. <laughs> it's like she threw him in there, but she doesn't touch him at all. Yeah. Um, oh, 90s action yeah. scenes in TV. Does Giles close the door? Yeah, Giles closes it. Okay, so, so many questions for Owen. What does he think just happened? No idea like does he think that that was a oh he doesn't oh he has a great line so he doesn't think it's a vampire for this mm -hmm. line alone when he's fighting him before he hits him with like a an urn or something and knocks him out knocks mm -hmm. a vampire out he goes and helps buffy up and he's like oh my god he tried to bite me that sissy yeah <laughs> he calls yeah. him a sissy for trying to bite him and it's just like oh man well, I also was like, they're going to get away with this because he got hit in the head. And he's like, what happened? Who was that guy? And it's like, oh, he was just a regular guy that we just burned alive. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We scared him off, I think they said. <laughs> yeah. But meanwhile, he's like, I was conscious when I saw a dead body come to life and chase us, screaming right? pork and beans. <laughs> but <laughs> like that did happen, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but uh, so yeah, that's that's how they get rid of that fucking crazy guy from the from the uh, bus. And then the next day at school, Buffy's talking to Xander, and she's like, "Oh man, I fucking blew it with Owen. He's definitely not gonna want to go out with me again." And then I think this is what I think I was wrong earlier. I think this is when Xander says the thing like, you should just go out with a guy that knows your secret already like me. And she's like, nah, you're a fucking nobody. No, no. I think that happened in the hallway because he's like, it you can have did. every every you can. He's like, you can't date anyone you want because at the end, she's not with. Is she with Xander at the end? 
She is with Xander. Okay, I just remembered Giles I re- showing Because I remember them walking down the stairs, and I'm pretty sure this is okay, where he maybe. says, like, you should just go out with a guy that already knows your secret. And But then this is when Owen shows up, and he's like, hey, last night was pretty crazy, huh? <laughs> yeah. And Buffy's like, yeah, I'm sorry. And he's like, you want to make tonight pretty crazy, too? I've never felt more alive than almost dying. You want to go to a bar and pick a fight with somebody and just maybe get our asses kicked? And- Walk down a dark alley at 3 a.m.? Like, yeah. All right, all right guy. Yeah, then Buffy's like, ooh, maybe I don't want to go out with this guy. But not for the reasons that she should. Yeah. She's doing the whole, like, with great power comes great responsibility. I don't want the people that I love to be hurt. But she should be more concerned about him wanting to see dead bodies, never feeling more alive than almost when he died, wanting to pick fights in bars and then walk down dark alleys. Yeah, this episode, this ending, they try to throw all of them in at the end. Because yeah. he says that. And she's like, oh, you want to go out with me because of the danger. Yeah. And she's like, oh, you don't like me for me. That's kind of yeah. one of the first setups. But then when she's talking to Giles, she's talking about, I don't want to get him hurt if he does come out with me. Yeah. But I'm like, you don't really care about. I mean, that is something for sure. But that didn't stop you before when you knew uh, the hell beasts were coming. Yeah. I think more of it is that he doesn't. One, you shouldn't like this person at all. Yeah. Two. He's only in it because you offer him this like dangerous thing. And what Buffy wants is a normal high school dating relationship. Like she yeah. doesn't want to be like, oh, all the fighting, fighting. She wants to be like, hey, I just sat down, had some pizza with the, and soda with the guy. And it was mm-hmm. fun. Like that's what she wants. And this guy wants her dark he wants, side. Yeah. He wants the danger. He wants yeah. the action. Yeah. He's and a she, bad boy. She doesn't even want the action. She's tired of killing vampires. Yeah. So then Giles comes to comfort Buffy and be like, yeah, you know, the life of a slayer, it's tough. I I never really had a choice when it became came to being a watcher. My dad sat me down when I was 10 and he told me I was he was a watcher and his mom before him was a watcher and I'm going to be a watcher. And I was like, no, I want to be a fighter pilot or a guy that works at a grocery store. And he was like, nope, you're going to be a watcher. And so they bond over how their social lives suck. And then we cut to the master who's like, oh, you thought that that was the anointed one, but it's actually the little kid from the bus. Roll credits. I thought that was a great reveal because I was going to give the show a lot of credit for having one of the for having that kid be uh, killed. Like I was like, they're going to kill a kid in this show. Yeah. Like when I saw that bus, I was like, no way. And I was like, wow, it's that five killed. Well, I feel like... Did they steal him? I guess they stole... I guess... Because I was wondering... I was wondering where the uh, other two vampires went that mm-hmm. were outside chasing him. Because when uh when they're like, oh, I'm going to walk home after Owen gets knocked out, he's like, I'm just going to walk home. And yeah. Xander and Willow walk him home. I was like, you know there's two more vampires outside. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Oh, no. Like, I was like... They tried to go outside and the vampires were there. So I was like, yeah. oh... So how are you guys going to handle that or no? You guys are good? Cool. Um, oh. But now my thought is those vampires snuck in and stole that kid's body and oh, took him. and woke him back up? He's alive again? Has to be because the news report said five dead. That is true. And there was exactly five people in that bus. So See, I knew that the crazy guy wasn't going to be the anointed one because it was just too obvious. I thought he would just because obvious is, I mean, that last episode, we knew the teacher was a praying mantis from like the jump. So what I thought was going to happen was like that crazy guy was going to be spouting all his nonsense on the bus. Mm -hmm. And then the bus driver or somebody or like the old older like black lady that was on the bus. Mm -hmm. I thought that that one of them was going to turn around and be the vampire and just like kill him. Mm -hmm. But I did not expect the kid. So they no, got yeah. me. No, I did not expect the kid. I, I was like, wow, they killed a kid on this. This is dark for a, yeah. for a, a show like this that won't show beheadings or anything. <laughs> but they'll, like, they'll show an off-screen kid death. Um, yeah. But no, like him being the anointed, now we have like a plot that's... It's moving. Now the, the, now the master's not so dumb. 
You know, yeah. he at least has like he is a threat. So yeah, and Buffy having to kill a vampire kid is gonna be amazing. Yeah, I can't wait. They're gonna age him up. <laughs> he's like, well, he'll talk like he's a seventy-year-old man. Yeah. So that is the episode. That is our thoughts on never kill a boy on the first date. Do you have anything else to say about this episode, Vance? Mm, uh, no, not really. Uh, I th- feel like this was a solid, solid episode. Uh, yeah, it was a good one. Xander's not too annoying. Cordelia's like at her perfect level that she's going to be. Willow yep. doesn't have a lot to do. Yeah. Um, I do think they could have played up uh, the Willow pretending to date Xander thing where he had to, where they had to kiss or something. Mm-hmm. You know, they could have just forced one of those in there. Yeah. And then like when Buffy and Owen look away, Xander's like, puh, puh, puh. <laughs> and, and then Willow. Willow's like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like I did, yeah. I feel like they could have just done a little more with that, uh, trying to hide it from him and keeping it secret. But like he just straight up sees a vampire and just doesn't realize doesn't it's care. a vampire, doesn't care. Yeah, yeah. Things at this school, man. <laughs> Everybody at the school has seen things. Yep. They should just like she should just come out with it at this point and just be like, guys, you all saw it. There's vampires. Yeah, there, there was a point where Giles was like. You know, if your secret gets out about you being a slayer, it could really endanger a lot of people. And I'm like, wait, you mean when she did cartwheel flips in the middle of the bronze that one time in front yeah. of everyone and killed somebody with a pool stick? Yeah. What more can she do? Yeah. I mean, she should just tell it. She doesn't need to say that she's a slayer, but she could just be like, there's vampires. And remember two weeks ago at the bronze, remember the beheading? There's demons and vampires here. We all need to band together and fight. Yeah. Or <laughs> remember, everybody move. Remember that lady whose hands caught on fire? Yeah, uh, that was because this one girl's mom's a witch. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she can verify it. <laughs> She's trapped in the trophy case. Yeah. Here's undeniable proof. She <laughs> brings out the trophy and it's like, woo, woo. Hey, Cordelia, remember that day you went blind? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe and i saved your life maybe yeah. stop being a bitch about things cordelia <laughs> bounced back from that blindness like it was nothing oh yeah she lost 0. 0.7 ounces so she's good <laughs> she's feeling good oh my god seeing beheaded right. people and being blind yeah yeah all right well the next episode is titled the pack what do you think that means werewolves you think werewolves are next? Done. Yep. Eat bucket. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that prediction nailed it down. Werewolves um, book it. <laughs> uh, it's the pack like P-A-C-K or yep. P-A-C-T. K. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to say werewolves. Also, I've noticed this episode in the when the theme song starts, it's like a werewolf howl. Yeah, it is. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll have to see if uh, next episode is about werewolves. Yeah. Probably the most obvious thing. Watch it not be about werewolves at all. It's like, a like it's of, definitely it's, it's a killer pack of cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. Xander takes like, up smoking. Xander, no. <laughs> there's like a misdirect where you see one wolf and then it's like, oh, oh, oh. And then it's Xander smoking cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. Adios. Adios.